0: Welcome to In Another World, a pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Landolt, and I am very excited for a fun show for you all today. I've been thinking about ways to spice up the show, you know, things to switch things up a little bit. I very much, of course, love talking about pop culture, and I love reflecting on the past with guests and discussing old films, old actors, you know. That's that's all great. But I also want to discuss the here and now. You know, so many exciting, interesting things happen every week in the world of pop culture. So I will be introducing a new segment starting this week, starting right now. A new segment called This Week in Pop Culture. Which will be a little mini news segment just to discuss different pop culture headlines that caught my attention for the week. And me and guests will discuss these headlines every week. And then afterwards, I'll have a special themed segment interview for the end of the episode. So after this week in pop culture, there will be a special part one of a mega Oscars discussion. This week, I will be joined by Hunter Taylor, who's going to be talking about all of the contenders this year in the Oscars race. And then next week, I will have another pair of special guests, namely the hosts of the podcast Academy Queens, to go into the history of the Oscars. So without wasting any time, let's jump into my conversation with Aaron Holman, friend of the pod and host of the podcast Eye to Eye, to find out what was going on in the world of pop culture this past week. Hello and welcome to a new segment I'm just calling This Week in Pop Culture. This is for the week of August 24th through September 1st, as of today. Current breaking news. And here to go through this past week in pop culture with me is a friend of the pod, Aaron Holman, host of the podcast Eye to Eye. Hi! Hello, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm ready to talk current events.
0: So just, I'm just gonna just like fire off the first one I that was big for me was the announcement of the release date of Scream 5. Uh, this was reported by Collider. It has been announced that the release date for Paramount Pictures Scream 5 is delayed. The next movie in the <laughs> long running Scream franchise will be directed by the directors of Ready or Not, and even more exciting, Scream 5 will feature the return of Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Nev Campbell is still, as of now, unconfirmed. I'm hoping for the best. And what do we think of this, Aaron? I think it's incredible news. As you know, we've had the
1: discussion. Scream is one of those franchises that I hope never dies. Um, <laughs> so I'm really happy no to see unintended. them. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm happy to see them bring Ghostface back. Uh so I'm thrilled for it at any point. Yeah. I'm
0: still I'm I'm alarmed at a lack of a co- confirmation for Nef Campbell. You know,
1: I've... but I saw like uh she is listed in the production. So like on production notes, uh some of the casting stuff, um she's there, but publicly you're right. She is unconfirmed and
0: I need Well, her. and I yeah, and I saw a couple of interviews with her where she was talking about the project and she definitely didn't sound like distant from it. It sounded mm. like something she was like very much working with so i don't know if maybe she's just waiting until there's like a set script that she's like fully behind maybe i don't know uh they had the the release date i think i didn't mention the release date it is january 14th 2022 2022 yeah oh my god (laughs) like <laughs> granted, I thought about that and I was like, oh, my God, that's a million years away. But it's really like a year and a half away. So I guess I get it from a, a standpoint of like, well, you know, they're not going to have it. Prob- well, I guess they could have had it ready by next fall. But, you know, everything with COVID. It's just not late. good timing. I heard rumor that the
1: reason that they moved it, delayed it, besides needing more time with the production itself and getting it all together. Um, there were, I believe there is a Halloween uh, like another movie, another Halloween movie in the franchise that'll be released uh, come towards Halloween time, and they oh, yeah. just did not want to compete with that at all. And I don't blame them, uh, but I am going to be very excited oh, to see Scream yeah, happen no. again. What do you think about yeah, the fact the that there's? Well, what do you think about the fact that they're calling it Scream? Thus far, they haven't given us another name. It- it's not titled oh. Scream Five. They're going with Scream. I think down the line it might change as they start to release promo material getting closer like yeah but um it could just be like a reset on the franchise that's a theory well, people I... have thrown out
0: well my thing is i think the only reason you would call it scream is if you were going to truly do a reset of just like either new characters altogether or it's like and if it's if it's like a reboot, like oh, this is like sydney Prescott, which I don't want at all. But I feel like if you're bringing back the old cast, you might as well just call it Scream Five because it. I do too. I mean that's what that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's just silly. Well, so um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Another piece of little rumor mill pop culture excitement is there has been a rumored Madonna biopic for what? a while now. Have you heard about this? No, first this like time hearing notes. about this. I'm ready. Breaking news: uh, A rumored Madonna biopic may have found its star after the Queen of Pop began following Ozark actor Julia Garner on Instagram. Fans also spotted that Madonna's longtime manager also followed Garner on the same week. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, Julia Garner, how oh now? No. And then I looked at pictures of her side by side with Madonna. And I, I, I could see it. I could see it. And she's a very good actress. Hmm. Hmm. I would be.
1: I would be super down for that. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, she looks a ton like her. And I, I for one, am ready to see a biography film about Madonna. There's so yeah. many. Like, when are they going to do? It? Are they going to try to span the whole of her career? Are we going to oh, get '80s Madonna? Get what are we feeling. getting?
0: Right. i have a feeling from the look that she has julia garner i mean i could see them wanting to do like the blonde ambition section of her career like, oh, maybe fun. through like dick tracy and like all of that because like, that's i age love age-wise. dick tracy yeah. her
1: performance in that is
0: unbelievable <laughs> i do think it's one of her best ones i would say it's a top three. Oh yeah for sure it's just also weird to be making a Madonna biopic when Madonna is still very much around. I, I mean, it's I guess the b- biggest comparison to that would be when they made What's Love Got to Do with It with Angela Bassett. And it was like, wait, but Tina Turner's still Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. So it would just be weird. It would be interesting to see, like you said, which era of her life they decide to cover. Absolutely,
1: because there, there's just so much to her career and to her own personal life, the changes she's gone through. You could focus on any one period and it would be just incredible.
0: Oh, yeah. So, also this past week was the MTV VMA Awards, where we had a, a lot of fun winners. A lot of we actually had some real performances, the first real award show with performances of this year. Um, some standouts for me. First one for me was Chloe and Halle singing Ungodly Hour, which was part of the pre-tape. It was not on the main stage performances. And there was a little bit of controversy over why they were not included in the main stage performances. Though it seems that that they actually wanted to do a remote performance as opposed to traveling. So I think there wasn't any
1: shade going on there. That's actually really great that it was their decision. Okay, that... Makes. I mean, as far as I know, better. it's
0: what I've heard is that they they were not keen on traveling. So hopefully, uh, that's. I I mean, they're so big right now and so like blowing up. I don't see MTV being like, no, we don't want them on the show. That
1: makes a lot of sense, and they delivered. I mean, an unbelievable performance. We were talking about it earlier. It was music video quality.
0: Um, oh and those silver outfits were just amazing.
1: The silver outfits, the light choreo, um, and honestly, I was so blown away by Chloe's performance. She was giving me so much sass. Um, I I oh, they were I loved yeah, it.
2: both great.
1: Yeah, they were both pitch perfect. And um watching them together, uh, you understand exactly why they are so beloved by Beyonce um oh yeah you know and nurtured by her uh you can see it all over them and oh, goodness gracious they deserve more attention than what they're getting
0: oh absolutely uh the other of course i it was just <laughs> queer culture exploded all over uh the stage was lady gaga of course doing her like ten minute segment. It was like close to ten minutes. It was they gave her a chunk of time.
1: You know what I really liked about it uh, was the story where she began and ended it. It was in her yeah. living room, you know, watching the VMA awards. There's a couple of different theories that I read about, like what that moment is. Uh, some people are saying the design of it was all of this performance takes place in Lady Gaga's mind. You know, when she was a kid back in the 90s, hence it was Britney Spears and, and Sink, you know, yeah. going on stage. And so it was kind of like uh, all of it in her head of, well, the life that she's literally now leading. I, I thought it was yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah, I definitely thought about the, yeah, the first part of the segment. They, it was like an old announcement for the VMAs. And so I I, I could see the whole it being in her mind. Mm -hmm. And this was her first time um, performing at the VMA since 2013. It's been like a minute. Oh, my gosh. Really? That's crazy. It doesn't doesn't seem like it. Was that the
1: paparazzi performance or was that a couple years before?
0: Oh, it's when she did applause. Mm, Oh, yes. Applause. I remember that. Brilliant. Yeah. And I guess since then, she's just been a busy, a busy lady
1: she had her Vegas residency, and then she had to conquer yeah. the world and start a makeup line, and you know, a club another the club, awesome flight another club.
0: Yeah, what, what did I? I, I of course loved Ariana Grande. I thought they were uh, amazing together.
1: And she went into the Whistle Tone at one point, and it made me so freaking happy. It sounded really nice.
0: Well, they both were just so on it. Good.
1: Yeah they they were really yeah, on they it. Were, they were feeling it gaga was like ready to perform and you could see it i think one of my favorite moments of it was it was one of her transitions i think it was after her first song uh going into rain on me where she like she Mm -hmm. laid down and the camera starts panning and she says i think she said something like give me a moment to change you know or like (laughs) but like she's just laying on the ground uh and then when the camera comes back down onto her what you're seeing is the exact same shot from the beginning of the Rain On Me music video. And I appreciate um, that kind of artistry, you know, giving us that moment live.
0: Did you have any other highlights as far as the performances? Uh,
1: In the performances? um, Okay, uh, I'm going to say one that I was super confused by. Black Eyed Peas (laughs) performed, and (laughs) they did the weirdest thing. Did you watch that one?
0: I did not. Okay, listen.
1: What they did, they have a song called, it's called Vita Loca, which, okay, are we in the 90s, Ricky Martin? And it's like, um, but they did a song called Vita Loca, and then I've got a feeling. But at the beginning of Vita Loca, why? I don't know. It was weird. Um, They come out, and it's like the guys, it's Will I Am and a couple of the guys, and they're dancing, you know, something very hip movement, kind of tropical feeling. (laughs) And I swear to God, what they must have been wearing was like bikini bottoms uh that were light up, like glowing through their pants. So like while you're watching them dance, their crotches are glowing. It was it was it was a choice. I'm gonna say that. Yeah. It was a choice.
0: It, it does sound like a choice.
1: And I don't know, I don't know if it was the right one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was one that I didn't care about because I didn't even it was watch bizarre. it.
1: I I'm going to be serious. uh I also thought Doja Cat was really incredible. They performed Say So. It was very good. um What I will say is across the board, everybody's visuals were on point. You could tell that yeah. these stages and the lights and everything were designed, I mean, super custom. Doja Cat's stage looked like some sort of fantasy waterland in the sky. It. It was unbelievable what they did with lights.
0: When I feel like the VMAs were always so great for visuals. And I feel like this year especially, they're like, let's give them a show. Like, people have just been stuck at home mm. literally doing It was an home. incredible, incredible so, show. Yeah, it was kind of a big experiment for the industry in general. It's like, here's us seeing if we can do, you know, an award show where it's an actual like. Now, how did you are... feel
1: about them inserting, like, audience noises? How did you feel about that? Is that what was going Correct. on? Correct. Yeah, nobody was there.
0: Okay, so here's. Well, I gotta say. Oh, are you sure? I don't know. Do you know? I thought maybe they did. A... I thought maybe they did a socially distanced audience. Mm, maybe mm-hmm. okay.
1: in a oh. theater that large, um, they would be able to. But I don't know if they did. I oh, mean, even, even if they oh. did, would the audience have been that loud? I don't know. I don't what know. I felt oh. like was like it was uh, added on all of like the laugh tracks of the '90s. You know, um, oh.
0: but maybe not. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, I think it was a fake audience.
1: It was interesting to me. Uh, my well, ear thought it was
0: fake. You know, I was like, "What? <laughs> oh, well, See? Okay. Well, I don't know. So I guess this is good. Like two different. If it was fake, which I mean, it sounds like it was. It was at least like definitely enhanced. Like maybe there were some people there, but like. It definitely tricked my brain into being like, "Yay, a live performance!" So I guess it it did its job for me because mm-hmm. it made me feel like things were, uh, somewhat not normal, but you know, in, in the realm of normal. Yeah. So I guess I, I didn't know about it at the time. So I guess if I had never known about it, maybe I would have been like, "Yay!" Uh, oh no. I don't know.
1: I'm I'm crazy, and you know, as a kid in sitcoms, I. I was obsessed with, like, listening to those tracks and the noises that they put in the background, uh, oh, you yeah. know. And so I always just take notice. Uh, when when I hear what I
0: think is, like, canned laughter, um, it sticks out. Mm-hmm. It just sticks out. I'm really good at picking out in movies. There's this one track they use. <laughs> like It's, like, one of the, like, go-to tracks they use in filmmaking, where if if you're ever watching a movie... And there's an outdoor, or I'm not even outdoor, just like an audience applause and like you know cheer kind of sound effect. If you hear a little child saying "Oh yeah," like <laughs> that is a fake track. That is not real. They've used it in a, a hundreds, probably thousands of movies. I always listen for the fucking kid going "Oh yeah," and that's how I know it's fake. I love it. But they didn't, they tricked me. So I guess, I guess I'm fine with it. I guess I understand trying to give the excitement of a live performance by like doing that. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's just, I guess it's also, we're living in 2020 where we're, you know, we're just trying to figure shit out, you know, like what, what is the best way?
1: Mm-hmm, 100%.
0: Um so the notable winners of the VMAs were Lady Gaga went home with Artist of the Year and Song of the Year for Rain on Me with Ariana Grande. Video of the Year was The Weeknd with Blinding Lights. Mm-hmm. Best Pop winner was BTS for the song On which it was actually their debut on the VMA stage wow. but they actually debuted their single Dynamite and they also won Best K-Pop and Best Choreography. And Best Hip-Hop was Megan Thee Stallion yes! for Savage. And Best New Artist was Doja Cat. Oh my god, wow. And Best R&B was also The Weeknd for Blinding Lights. Wow.
1: Those are, um, yeah. I, I agree with uh, pretty much all of those wins. Those are really good. I can't believe uh, BTS won Best Choreography. I'm going to have to look that up.
0: I yeah, so it was
1: I have weird. uh I have a current event that happened today that I'd love to bring to the mm-hmm. table. Okay. Um, it made me so happy. I hope you've seen it. If you haven't, oh my god, get on it. Um, do you remember the artist Kelly on YouTube who did those shoes? Let's get some shoes. Oh God! Yeah. Um, well, after eleven years of waiting, ladies and gentlemen, the YouTube has been blessed with a brand new music video by Kelly, um, oh and God. it is called "Masks." Oh <laughs> my God! It is so relevant. The humor is is the exact same that it was. Uh, we get to see. You know, all the characters that we've come to know and love uh, from those videos uh, way back in the beginning of like viral. And um, they're all there. You know, we get a cameo for the grandma and um, it's just funny. It is super funny, super timely. And it's just thank God Kelly like released more
3: music.
0: Oh, I know. Oh, I'm very excited about that. (laughs) Uh, another big thing, there's an unscripted reunion of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air set to air on HBO Max. This is reported by Variety. The cast of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is reuniting on HBO Max to celebrate the show's 30th anniversary. Series star Will Smith and series regulars Tatiana Ali, Karen Parsons, Joseph Marcel, and Daphne Maxwell-Reed will all be a part of the special as well as DJ Jazzy Jeff. It is set to tape on September 10th and is slated to debut on HBO Max around Thanksgiving. Uh, HBO Max is the exclusive streaming home of the entire run of Fresh Prince. Were you a big Fresh Prince person or was this before oh, your No,
1: time? oh my god. Who wasn't a huge fan of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? You never know I that. I am old enough where that one was huge. I mean, I I yeah. was younger, of course, than Will. Um, okay, but yeah. yeah, grew up with it. It was part of the culture and it still is um even in Will Smith's own words, out of all the things he's done in his career, this is the thing that people talk to him about the most is, you know, Boy, this series. I'm sure. I'm really excited uh, about a reunion.
0: Uh and then just to close things out because I, I just feel like uh this <laughs> you can't talk about this past week without uh talking about it uh was the unfortunate uh passing of Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Uh oh this was so hard. This was a really hard one.
1: Yeah, this year is I mean, it's serious, y'all, you know. It it is not discriminating and oh my goodness, I can't believe that he has uh passed because of his fight with cancer
0: Uh, well and i think what was so tough about it is that one he is just such a famous figure in general it's kind of like i think it's the most jarring celebrity death for me in sense maybe heath ledger in terms of like whoa this like you're not supposed to die like you're very young and you're very talented and like have all this promise and all this like future but then also it just felt so unfair that Mm. this person that meant so much to so many like kids adults like just you know represented all this like progression in representation and then it just feels like it, it just feels unfair for like all those little kids that finally felt seen on the big screen to have him pass away so So it just—it's so young. One hundred percent. And he obviously leaves such a legacy behind. So it's kind of like the silver lining of it. But it's just, uh, just really awful. It's to think about
1: the fact that, um, you know, he was diagnosed with this, uh, four years ago, and during during that time, I mean, he was the first black actor to headline, you know, a Marvel, um, cinematic universe film. You know, um, yeah. and not only that, he played Jackie Robinson in 42. Uh, it, you're exactly right. It is. They're good Marshall. Mm-hmm. It's just a huge loss for everyone. And I can't imagine dealing with the loss of, you know, Chadwick Boseman and Kobe Bryant, even just like this year as well. You know, um, yeah. losses that will reverberate for I had the rest. And our
0: beloved Chi-Chi Devane. I
1: know. chi Devane, Naya Rivera. Um,
0: oh, Naya Rivera you also know, really got
1: me. It, it has been a difficult, difficult year.
0: I know I know. there's been a big push by fans to not recast him. in. Black yeah, America everyone's
1: just saying to pivot justice. to the queen. <laughs> you know, like...
0: Yeah, so, I, you know, I guess we'll see what happens. I guess if... I could see just being hard for them to recast in general, just like emotionally, that might just be too much.
1: It would be. I think it would be better to uh, lay, lay the character to rest for a while. You know, that's not to say that uh, someone can't pick it up, but no one needs to pick it up or, you know, um, step into the role anytime soon, necessarily.
0: I am excited for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom with him and Viola Davis. Oh,
1: it's going to be incredible. Um, Very, very excited. I mean, it'll be
0: even more powerful now. But uh, yeah, I, I so we at least have things to still enjoy him in. So, well, thanks for joining the first, first edition of This Week in Pop Culture. It was a pleasure. Uh, a week. Mm-hmm. It
1: has been a crazy week.
0: And as listeners to the podcast will know, we also have a upcoming project that will eventually be released. It still do not have a set a set release It's date. cooking, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, it's it's coming. Two gays watch a movie. It's coming. There'll probably be a, a trailer dropped sometime this week, so just keep your keep your eyes out. I'll drop a, a link into the Instagram uh for you guys to check that out but uh, yeah thank you Aaron for joining me yay Thank you so much, Aaron, again, for being the very first guest on This Week in Pop Culture. So be sure to come back after this short break because I will be heading into my conversation with Hunter Taylor on this year's Oscar contenders. And later in the show, you will get to hear me and Hunter do our best dramatic readings of best actress Oscar acceptance speeches. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. So we'll take a little break and I'll be right back. Well, hello there. It's me, you know, your host, Zachary from all the shows, you should know me. But anyway, I don't know if you know this, but today's episode is presented by Vayer. Vayer was founded with the goal of building an affordable everyday wristwatch that blends tasteful design with extreme durability and functionality. Veyr returns a sense of dignity to affordable wristwatches and are built to last. Veyr is a true American watch company specializing in both quartz and automatic watches. Veyr is offering our listeners, 15% off if you use the code PODGO15, so go to Vayerwatches.com. that's V-A-E-R-watches.com, to learn more and get your new timepiece today. Again, that special promo code is PODGO15. So go get yourself a fabulous new watch, bish. So this is your first time on the show, yes. um, but I, you have listened before, so I'm sure you know the birth and pop culture segments coming. Yes, yes,
4: yes, yes. And um, go ahead, just go ahead. I'm not going to speak anymore.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, you can speak, um, but I will say these. I was, I thought I knew what your stuff might be given your birthday, and I was very wrong. But it also makes a lot of sense. No. So. I have a lot yeah.
4: to say about it because I knew I knew it even before um, you did this segment on your podcast. So I was about to say um, I looked this up like a while back, and I, I'm very angered by the results for a very specific reason. I'll tell you why in a minute.
0: <laughs> oh my! Um, oh, I think I might know what you're talking about. but Well, yeah, guess so. <laughs> um, so the number one movie, of the birthday is uh, May 22nd, 1996. The day after my birthday. Yes. I mean, not the year, but the day. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm May 21st, baby. Uh, your yeah. number one movie was Twister, starring Helen Hunt. The New York Times calls Twister Come
3: on! exuberant as a roller coaster ride, hey! staged with adrenaline pumping fury
1: and spectacular special effects.
4: Count. A gale force movie.
3: Get back to get out of there. It's going to drop right on
4: us. With the energy to blow audiences right out of the theater. Hang on twister i love twister i love twister so much and i love helen hunt
0: oh i used to watch that all the time when i was a kid even though i hated tornadoes but it's like that thing where the thing you're most terrified of you also want to look at a safe distance and i could do that with twister
4: yes no I, we always quote when she's like when they're like there's a debris and it's like giant like stuff like a de- and they're like debris like that's what it's like it's, i always quote that like there's debris outside. it's i and i was obsessed with the wizard of oz so like obsessed so uh, i was obsessed mm-hmm. with Cyclones and tornadoes. <laughs> it was the opposite of you. I loved them. I had like tornadoes in a bottle. I would like always play with oh, um, tornadoes uh, when I was a little kid.
0: So I think yeah. I found them fascinating, but I wanted them to get as far away from me as possible. Oh, While yeah, I lived yeah, in the yeah. mountains,
4: no, I was I was very scared that one would happen. But I was like drawn to tornadoes.
0: Just <laughs> so yeah, that was the movie. Now your song could uh, I just could safely say like the polar opposite of what I would expect. <laughs> yeah, for your personality. Uh, it was The Crossroads by Bone the, the Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't I know. If, yeah,
4: I don't know um, this song at all. Do you know it?
0: I know it a little bit. Um uh, but what's funny is the week before your birthday. The number one song was Mariah Carey, and, and so I was like, "Yes, oh.
4: that's why I'm mad for a very specific." I knew, was, I I was like, I was like, and also earlier that year, it was like Celine was on the number one chart. Thing, it's all coming back to me now. Or um, only totally
0: was there. Yeah,
4: I know, like '96 was a big year for the the some people that I really love, like Celine and Mariah, and I love all this. But no, I was like one week And it could have been always be my baby I was like that would have just been the best thing to ever happen I'm so I was excited.
0: almost going to like lie to you And be like, it must always be my baby I'm like, oh, it's off by a <laughs> couple of days. But no, I have to be yet. No, I I know. try to be honest here No, I know Yeah,
4: I was because I was looking Because it was on the charts for a very long time I was like, oh, it's going to happen And then it changed but I was like, why, why
0: uh, so we are here so when I met you we were in for the listeners we were in a production of Godspell together and I remember one day I was talking about something to do with like the Oscars Oscars trivia yada 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 and I, I s- almost saw like your ears perk up like Ooh, <laughs> someone else is talking about this and I found out you were also an Oscars nerd so and it's and my Oscars nerddom fandom geekdom however you want to refer to it it's, I, it always feels like my private little thing because it's not something i can just talk to a ton of friends about and i feel like when i do try to talk to friends about it i sound like an encyclopedia because i'm just like spouting off facts that they don't care yes, about
4: no, that's exactly and that's why i get so excited when someone who it does know about it like like you did and um, with some of my other friends i'm i'm a, kind of a notorious converter to people who don't um, care about award shows. Like my family used to, I mean, they would casually watch Maybe, um, a, like, a long time ago. Like, if it was on or whatever. But yeah. now, I mean, sometimes when I watch movies with the family, like, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, that was, like, her nomination scene, wasn't it? I was like, absolutely. It's, like, so funny. And, like, my uh, friends dude. in college, I would make them watch every award show. Um, like, I remember one time I had a um, a mandatory meeting with my dorm, um, um, one of my earlier years, and it was like the night of the it was the night of the Golden Globes, and I remember I was with my friends, and, um, the, the other residents of the dorm went out, and I was like, I'm gonna hide in here, um, I will not, if they knock and open the door, I'm not gonna come out, because I will not be attending this meeting, I will be watching the Golden Globes, you can join <laughs> me when the meeting's over, um, I'm sorry, I, 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 there was no way I was gonna miss it, I think it was like, it was like, in a, I think it was like the year, um, La Land and all that. Um, they didn't oh, have yeah, the Globes, they didn't the Oscars but yeah, it was oh, like yeah. that year and I was like, there's no way I'm missing this
0: <laughs> Oh, I used to, when I had jobs, I would put down a conflict for that like night for an award show, so I know I'd have it off, and they'd be like, oh, what do you need it off for? I'm like, oh, I, I have to help a friend move, or like, yes. oh, I have to because <laughs> if I said, oh, it's for the Academy Awards, I know they'd be like, no <laughs>
2: I'm not just like an,
4: an Oscars nerd, it's just like awards in general like oh same i do the
0: golden globes the screen actors guild she's like what's your
4: favorite season and Morris like awards (laughs) awards season's favorite season (laughs) i'm like that is me to a t
0: (laughs) well what i like also about award season is it makes me it's the closest i think i can come to understanding people that are into sports like i go this must be what this is like for them because (laughs) uh, that or like i i also the only other thing i am just like a wealth of knowledge about is, like, RuPaul's Drag Race, like, yeah. stats like that, I'm also like, well, that person has won three main challenges, but they never won a main, you know, it's like, <laughs> why do I know all this stupid stuff? No,
4: I know, yeah, that's how I feel, too, because I'm like, I don't understand the appeal of sports at all, I just never have, really, um, playing it or watching them, I'm like, it's the same thing, Um, but yeah, with these with these award shows, I'm like, this is, this is my Super Bowl, this is my moment, I have to be here, I, yeah, I'm guessing, yeah, I mean, it's crazy, yeah.
0: Well, and do you ever do the thing where you're talking about, you know, the Oscars or something with a friend, and you know, I never like judge my friends, but they'll say, "Ooh, I think um, so and so is going to win Best Actress this year," and you go, "No, they're not." What do you talking Yes, about? no. <laughs> and you okay. feel like such a such an ass. I like who do I think I am?
4: And it's and it's funny. It I feel the same way. Um but like when <laughs> and when people are like casually watching with me and I'm like hardcore going in and I'm like this is very important and and I love Meryl Streep to death, but they they yeah. see her nominated, like, oh, Meryl's gonna win. I'm yeah. like, are yeah. you yeah. insane? They're trying to sound yeah. smart. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. She's good in Into the Woods, but she's not winning this year. I'm sorry. The, the
0: nomination is the win. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. that's that's just them going, hey, you did a good job, and you're Meryl yes. Streep. Or so actually, there you go. They're just
4: saying, oh, with Meryl, you were in a movie. Actually,
0: <laughs> like, did Meryl Streep need to be nominated for the post? Like, I mean, I loved I liked her in that. Yeah, no, I, I really liked, liked her in
4: that. Yes, but that was a hard year. Yeah, um, I. Remember my, it was like Florence Foster Jenkins. I was like, there really were some other things we could have
0: Oh put. my, that I'm was so the sorry. one where I went, guys, <laughs> she's good because she's her, but she does not need to be nominated for this. Like, yeah. did this need to happen? Yeah, no,
4: I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> I also, well, my favorite thing also is like the flip side where I'll, you know, we'll be doing predictions at like an Oscar viewing party and I'll be filling out my ballot and they go, Oh, who'd you put for Beth Actress? And I'll say, Oh, I put Emma Stone for Lola. And they're like, Oh, she's not going to win. They're not going to give it to her. And I'm like, she's literally won every else. single pundit going into this. Like, I don't yeah. think you understand how statistically it's... it would have to be weird for her to lose.
4: Yeah, I know. And we, we, we could talk about this later, but like that is a, a year near and dear to my heart because I love La La Land. I do. I've seen it, like, a million times.
0: Oh, I saw and it I, four times in the yeah, theater. And the,
4: me too. Yeah. Um, and then I... Um, and I love her. She's very talented. But, like, that category that you were the best actress, was one of... It's like... You have Natalie Portman for Jackie.
0: You My... Have, thank you.
4: Like, are you... And you, you, have, you even have Isabel Huppert for Elle, which I love. Even that? She was, like, those... And she's very good in La La Land, but I was just like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I just feel like
0: they got swept up in that La La Land train where yeah, they yeah. went, well, she'll win. We'll give it to her. Yeah. And I think she just had made so many people money. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and you know how Hollywood loves to crown, crown- a new yes. ingenue? Yes,
4: I was about to say that they love doing that. It's like, it's like when Jennifer Lawrence won, it's another year that I'm kind of like, ah, it's a weird win. She's that
0: year dead. I was yeah. so pissed. I'm like, you basically gave her an Oscar for a glorified romantic comedy performance that happens yeah. to have a little bit of drama color to it, so it makes it seem more important. They really, It's not bad in that movie, yeah, but yeah. like they ugh, like, do
4: it for the Hunger Games. But they they said it was for Silver Linings Playbook. They were like, "This is what we're, we can finally give her an award now. She's in something with enough prestige to hand her an Oscar." But you know what I mean? She was like being crowned the queen of Hollywood. Yeah.
0: Well, what's so funny about like jennifer lawrence in particular is that if they had just like waited th- she was gonna give them like four other performances I they could have given her an oscar joy for. joy
4: is my favorite thing she's done and um, oh
0: really i can't I, sign off on that
4: oh no i don't really i mean, like her in it she's yeah, good yeah um um that was the brie larson one and um I don't. Not rightfully
0: different. so, in my brain. Yeah.
4: well, I, I really really loved uh, Saoirse that year, um, but in Brooklyn. Oh, for Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. I, she. I, I did. I, did
0: like I remember I didn't see Brooklyn until after awards season because it was somehow that one that I just I mm-hmm. never saw, and when I did see the movie, I. I thought oh if this had been like an early 2000s movie she oh, would have won the Oscar. It, I just think I it was that with too a old lot of passion. things.
4: Yes, yes, it's like when Mudbound came out a couple years ago on Netflix. <sighs> and yeah. um it was it's a great movie. I think if it had come out in the 80s it would have been huge. Is like the color purple. or movie, even you know, the like movie. 90s. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, for sure. It's just like it seems with a lot of films these days, it seems kind of like it's a been there done that situation and, I, and I'm like but the film is good. Um, but yeah. Well, I, it's I, so
0: funny you say that because they still do been there, done that all the time, but they seem to be selective about what kind of tropes they allow to keep happening. Like yeah. some things they'll go, oh, well, that's old fashioned. I'm like, <laughs> okay, but like Green Book was. I was old about fashion. to say,
4: yes, Green Book was totally driving Miss Daisy. Um,
0: but but like, like, yeah, but yeah, how yeah, was yeah. Carrie Mulligan not nominated for that movie? I,
4: I know. I mean, I love. Linda Cardellini is really good in Green Book as well. Like, um, when she, oh. and it's just. There's so many things, um, but like you know, Carey Mulligan in *My Bound* was amazing. There are so many people in *My Bound* were, who were amazing, and it ended up being um, a Mary J. Blige getting.
0: Yeah, I remember. Well, I remember because I I start reading Oscar prediction stuff like. A year out, Me like too. you know, before yes. anything would come out, <laughs> and I remember when it had just played at like film festivals, and all the early articles were like, "Oh, Carrie Mulligan will probably just walk away with the mm-hmm. entire award season," and then she wasn't even like, I, know, I don't think like she was nominated for anywhere. even a Globe. I don't no, know. nothing,
4: and she, yeah, she's very, I think, underrated. Um, I mean. Her in um, uh, what was it Suffragette? Amazing. Got oh, it. She oh, got a couple. Wow. She picked up a little bit there. Um, never nominated. That was another one
0: where they're like, "Oh, she's so good. Yeah, she yeah. can't not get nominated."
4: It's kind of like Jessica Chastain of recent times. She she's like seems to always be in the right um, project, but it just yeah. never picks up for her. Like I'm hoping um, she's going to be the Tammy Faye Baker movie um, next yeah, year. I'm yeah, hoping yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that is like something really cool because like she's great in the help, and it seems like when she plays that kind of. Off the wall southern um, thing it could it could work um yeah
0: well, and I think if of I've definitely just learned this over time, I'm sure you have as well you just learn that oscar season is purely about money and luck like if uh-huh. you just happen to be in the right movie you either need to have a performance that is so undeniably great that you just put it in front of anybody and they go oh mm-hmm. wow that's amazing yeah. like a like a marion Cotiar and like <sighs> lovey and rose like yes. she shouldn't have won an oscar for that but she absolutely should have because it's such an amazing performance mm-hmm. but like at the time i remember it was all about like uh julie christie that
4: yeah year. she actually even won the sag she yeah. uh, it was kind of back and forth and that was a weird year because i think that speeches and um the precursors help if they're um done correctly like i think oh if i agree you win A globe, um or even if you don't win a globe like a good example was when glenn won the globe for well i guess maybe not even. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when, when but she it won. should have been
2: yeah, and
4: she gave that amazing speech because we didn't. I wasn't expecting her to win. I thought
0: oh, I like, thought she God. had it in the bag when she gave that speech. I was like, "Oh, she's officially going to win now," because I called the Golden Globes the unofficial dress rehearsal for the Oscars. Yes. Like,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought she was winning the Oscar for sure. But like for the Globe that night, I thought it was going to be to Gaga for sure. But then when Glenn won, I was like, "All right, now I'm putting her back on top of my list for the future stuff." And then she ended up winning kind of everything except for the Oscar, which my face. I was like, "Oh." <gasps> Oh my god!
0: I know you love her. I sc- I don't think I screamed in the theater, but when she <laughs> lost, I remember I did. I think I did shout like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Like I was so upset. <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing: Livia Coleman, very very talented, yes. and but here's where I'm pissed off. This is where I get annoyed. Um, so another big thing with the Oscars is category yes, fraud, which is when you put, Yes. Yeah. Which is when you put a performer in a category they have no business being in. And the thing with Olivia Coleman, if they had put her in supporting, she still could have won. She Mm -hmm. could have won supporting. And they could have put... Because I think Emma Stone is the rightful lead of The Favourite. Yes.
4: And she has... So the thing with Olivia, she has less screen time. Like, literally, if you count it Mm -hmm. out on the minutes, then both of them, Rachel and Emma... And uh, Emma is definitely the 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 leading actress of that film and they're both in supporting, which kinda shot their shot like any yeah. sort of film a nomination except for like when Children McLean won with Deborah Winger in the same category. It's just really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, um I agree with you totally. Olivia should have been in supporting and it should have been um it should have been Glenn's, um, for sure. Um, and they a... could have
0: still nominated Emma and just been yeah. like, Hey, good job, here's a nomination, but yeah. like she didn't have to win. Like because at this point, I'm just what does Glenn Close need to do? It's Sunset just, Boulevard. It, that's Oh, that's to not do. gonna do it. I do think, think it's that'll gonna do, it? do
4: it. Well, I mean, Gloria Swanson didn't win, so I don't know. <laughs> when oh she was God. in Sunset Boulevard originally. Um, but uh I think that it will, just because I think it's gonna be one of the situations where they're like we can't not because how many more of these is she going to turn in? I don't want her to win this year for Hilda Elegy because I think so – that's she's, on my list. She's a major frontrunner um, for – it depends on how they edit it. I guess supporting actress. First of I all – I hear she's supporting.
0: I heard yeah. she's being pushed for supporting. Yeah, and I don't – Which is probably smart. she probably just instantly win.
4: Well, I don't want her to win because I don't think there's going to be a televised – well, it'll be televised, but a live award showing. So if she has to accept her award at her house – kind of yeah. i just feel like that's going to be such a disservice to someone who's see
0: i so long. don't think the oscars will allow for the ceremony to be that i think what they'll pro- i mean i don't know i don't know this is based on nothing but i have a feeling what it might be is maybe it's going to be like everyone that comes into the you know the theater has to be checked for their for you know, know temperature and then they seat people like it might be like a half capacity like you know usually Mm -hmm. think of the oscars being like filled with people it might be like only the nominees are there and like i don't know i could be wrong but i feel like they will want it to at least look somewhat like a normal show yeah and even though that'll definitely look weird it at least will be like a person on a stage with an oscar in like a safe environment kind of thing i don't know i could be wrong but But so this year, of course, it's the Oscars in the year of, you know, Corona. <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna be weird. They've they've pushed the ceremony was supposed to be on February twenty eighth. It's now, it's the latest it has ever been in Oscar history. It's now April twenty fifth. Which I, <laughs> I love. That's April twenty fifth. I know uh, twenty twenty one, and that's the only thing I'm holding on to. They could have a somewhat normal ceremony is because it's so far out that maybe they'll have found, like, a way to, you know, Mm -hmm. put something together. Who knows? But the biggest thing this year that is, like, I just found this out today, actually, is one of the big things I've been wondering about with the Oscars is how are they even going to have enough movies to pull from for nominees, yada, yada, because usually with the Oscars, you have to have played in a movie theater to qualify to be, like, an Oscar selection, but they've temporarily waived that this year, and they say any streaming or direct to video movies can be if they had a planned theatrical release they can be eligible so that's kind of like reopened the game so it's just mostly about you know, I feel like right now, a lot of the movies we we're even going to mention today are movies that no one has seen, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and film festivals haven't even happened this year. I know, yeah. Like, that, the moment where I went, this is a weird year, is when they canceled the the Cannes Film Festival. I went, oh, God, this is strange.
4: Yeah, I was listening to um, Vanity Fair's, um, they do uh, Little Gold Men, they do an Oh, oh yeah, this my favorite. they're talking... <laughs> I remember, because they it was, like, dated a bit. Um, I was listening, and I was like, going to South by Southwest. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, it was <laughs> so and I'm like, you are certainly not doing it.
0: <laughs> oh, I love when they'd be like, yeah, we're heading to Telluride, I think. Uh, I mean, uh, as of right now, we're still going. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going
4: to. Uh, no, I know. It's just, it's disheartening. and But it's cool to have these home release. It's it's cool to have a home release, too, I think. Because so, so many times, us living where we are in kind of a weird spot. Um, yeah. Some of the films don't play, um... Like, I remember um, when the wife, um, so speaking of Glenn... God, that took
0: forever to come to Asheville.
4: I know, and it was here for just a hot minute. One theater. I remember (laughs) even... I emailed the Planet Theater. I was like, when are you planning on having um, the wife starring Glenn Close out? Because I I do that a lot with them. I'm like, are you going to be having this and this and this? Oh,
0: I've done that before. I remember messaging about... um, when the fine arts theater was going to have 20th century women because I kept oh, reading about it. Oh
4: my God, do not. I love that movie so much. Okay,
0: I have a special story with that movie. I went to go see that the day of the Women's March, just oh, like it wow. just happened to be that day. Yeah. And so I was crying during uh, that movie so much. Like, I remember there was the monologue that Annette Benning does about, one day I will be older Yes. And I will die. And I was just yes. like, oh. God. I know. Again, uh, talk about someone else. Like, was she not nom? First of all, for that movie, I think she should have been nominated, and Greta, Greta Gerwig should have been nominated for supporting because for sure she was heartbreakingly good in that she movie. She is as
4: good an actress as she is a director. I mean, Ugh. she she. she... She was nominated for the Globe for Frances Ha uh, as an oh, actress.
0: Love love um, Frances Ha.
4: Yeah, she uh, she's so and that was a like, Greta Gerwig that was like right before her explosion. She was in Tuna, she was yeah. in Jackie that year, and she was in uh, yeah, she
0: was in Jackie. I mean, yeah, that's and I was right. I was
4: expecting her to get a nomination.
0: But yeah, and, and talk about a one-two punch. Her first two movies, Lady Bird and Little Women. I'm like, like girl, that's pretty good. I know. I mean, I,
4: I know there was some flack about not including. Her, um, in the best direction um, category, oh. um, but I, she she was she, like missed it by a hair. Like your first two films oh by a here. hair. Oh, this oh god awards yeah. nomination um, for both of these films, like it's so she's. I just think they
0: her. need to. This might be a controversial opinion, but I think if they're going to do an extended best picture lineup, they should allow the best director lineup to be extended also, mm-hmm. because it doesn't make sense to have a potentially up to ten best picture nominees, but only five director nominees. I, like, agree. I don't understand. What the logic behind that is? No,
4: I, I agree as well because I mean, like you think about Moulin Rouge not getting a best director oh. nomination.
0: That was my that was when was a baby Oscar yeah. Oscar prognosticator yes. They were going that was a crime.
4: And and Ben Affleck not getting nominated for Argo when he he swept the entire season like even when like the the DGA the oh, skill. Yeah. I was like that's just a slap in the face because they didn't. like
0: That just feels like the same thing with like Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper yeah. where they're like oh pretty boy actor makes a movie isn't that nice? And and you know which I mean, I get to an extent. I'm like you know, no, yeah, I don't feel I too bad for them, but <laughs> yeah. it is just it's weird who they act. And I don't even think they mean to like like someone like Bradley Cooper. I don't even think he was actively snubbed by the Academy. I bet he barely lost out of that nomination.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. Um, and I love A Star is Born*. I know some people have mixed feelings. As I loved past. it, I. I mean, I listened to that um, soundtrack like pretty much daily.
0: Oh, I wore it out. That was all I listened to for like four months. Yeah, no,
4: It was like, hit me in the face. I saw it at an early, it, I saw it before it came out officially and I was like, the soundtrack had come out. Yeah, they were having some early showings in Asheville. So I, oh, I like, right. so I went like, it was almost a week before it came out and the, the soundtrack had not been released. So I was going into it sight unseen and I was like, this is too much. This is so good. I I like, I because I knew the soundtrack wasn't, coming to come out and I knew that I was gonna want to listen to it so I literally was like the worst I like put my recorder in my pocket and I was like I'm gonna listen to this recording for
0: a couple days oh my (laughs) god
1: (laughs) hey there I'm Aaron Holman Host of Eye to Eye, a weekly podcast talk show all about passion. I
2: have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me.
1: Flow, with performing, there's always a story to tell, whether it's my own or not. Creativity. I
2: go, he's more than cute, he's creative.
1: All with an LGBT twist. Make sure to check out Eye to Eye. That's E Y E number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in today.
0: So for this next section, I thought what we could do is we can go back and forth and in each highlight a actress that we think has has buzzed this year. Okay. Do you want to go first?
4: Uh, you can go first. I want to hear what you think first.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. So the first person that I think pretty much has it, unless just the movie turns out to be awful... Um, it, it's such a turnaround from a ro- movie she was in last year. But I actually think that Jennifer Hudson has a really good chance for respect. I do too. For playing with the yes, Franklin.
4: Yes, I think Because that... even
0: in the trailer, I was very impressed with... It's the most I've ever seen her alter her speaking voice for a movie. Like, she really seemed like she... Like, became Aretha Franklin in a way that I wasn't quite sure I could expect from her. Yeah,
4: no, I think that she has a really a big shot. She's on my list as well. I think that um, if it's done well, because um, I mean, we saw it last year with Judy, I think yeah. um, people are more forgiving um, for. Male actors, I think, when it comes to being in a bad movie. But I think um, if the movie's good enough, I think she could definitely get a nomination and maybe even a win. I mean, she's not especially my if pick you're for playing
0: a play. real person. Yeah, yeah, she's
4: not my pick for the win right now. But I mean, she, she won. I think she'll Dream be in which yeah. as much as I love her in Dreamgirls and she's so amazing, um, uh, she wouldn't have been my winner that year. That was a really who would you have been your winner? Well. It's hard because Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. <laughs> I love her in a Scandal*. I think it's a touch of category fraud. I think she's almost evenly um uh, in in the film as much as Judy Dench.
0: I think but, I was fine with it only because I think the fact that Judy was the narrator kind mm-hmm. of like bumped her to like a slightly more elevated true. status in the movie. So true. But um, I gave it to her.
4: The women from *Babel* are amazing like bring to oh, a and um, cause she's playing death, and she's doing everything in silence, She's amazing. And she was picking up and a lot
0: Ariana, of drinks. uh drinks. Ariana uh,
4: Yes, she, her, when she, when the kids are, she can't find the children Ugh. and she's like in her dress and she's like walking the desert after the wedding and her dress is like in tatters cause she's just so hot and running through the- She had the best the, clip. Yeah, she's so good in that. And I mean, her, in, even her and cake, I just think she's very good. Oh,
0: she was. Oh, oh I'll talk about a freaking robbery! I was very upset that Jennifer Aniston did not get uh, nominated. It, it was such a near
4: miss too, because she was. She everywhere. even got the SAG.
0: She yes, even got
2: the SAG. Mom, you, I, I was like, so you, shocked. I know.
4: It, it, it. I was very upset, but. I mean, Marion Cotillard took her slot, which I mean, it can't get mad at oh, I mean, that. And yeah. um, yeah. two days, one night is amazing. I remember when. Um, it was actually on Netflix that year. I, don't, I, yeah. I was I was like, let me watch this and now that she's up in here. Um she's amazing.
0: she she definitely got long the long. slot that was yeah. for mm-hmm. Jennifer Anderson. And I'm kind of like if anyone was gonna take it from her, at least it was yeah. Mary. So,
4: yes, cause I think she's um, one of my favorites. Um, oh, I think course. she's one of
0: the best mm-hmm. actresses working today.
4: yeah, I was uh, if you watch her win um, um, in Kate Blanchett's reaction, she she literally she's like because <gasps> like she was up for Elizabeth um the second um
0: movie yeah yeah
4: um, um and she's amazing in those films robbed sure. by Miss Gwyneth but um
0: <laughs> I will never forgive but uh, yeah
4: she's so excited that Marion won but yeah no I think Jennifer has a big a big shot for this year um, so who's
0: your, who's your first
4: hmm, I think. Well, I'll just stick with what. Um, I could list so many, but... Hopefully, I
0: think, we can just ping pong back and forth. Okay,
4: cool. I think that um, uh, Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm. Like, I mean, she's going to be singing. She already has an Oscar. She has everything else at this point except for a Grammy. So, I mean, if she does some good singing and gets like a weird Grammy win, she could have EGOT real quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think that would be amazing. Her and August Wilson seem to work really well. She won a Tony, two Tonys. She won for fences and for king um headley um she uh, she went uh, so her and august wilson are a good match um so i'm excited
0: to see yeah see that for sure uh my next one i mean here's thing this is such a list of just like these are all the women that it could be so who Mm -hmm. knows what's gonna get through um the next one that i just i know i've just i keep seeing her name pop up is uh julia garner for the assistant
4: yes I know it's a
0: very subtle performance. Very yeah, subtle.
4: I love her. She's very talented. Um, like I, I don't know of the assistant. I haven't seen. I don't know. Oh, you don't. Do you know anything I, about it? Tell me about it. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's great. Um, it's. I think it's on Amazon Prime or something. It's on some streaming, where you can rent it. I. I think it is on streaming, but basically it's a it is very heavily inspired by an assistant that worked for harvey weinstein and it's just like a day in the life of like the assistant for a harvey weinstein type and it's pretty much her finding out about the abuse of an actress and her wow. actions afterwards it's very I, powerful I didn't but know it's a, it. <laughs> yeah it's a slow build though it's it's a it's a very subtle performance but they do sometimes nominate it's one of those performances. If you watch the whole thing, you'll mm-hmm, be wowed mm-hmm. by it. But you have to, you have to stick with it. Absolutely, it's kind of like Glenn Close and The Wife, honestly. Where if you <laughs> stick through to the end, it'll, oh, it'll yeah. get you.
4: Wow, no, I will have to. I don't. I, that one kind of just flew right past me. No, yeah, oh, yeah, you
0: should check it out for uh, sure. For sure,
4: and she does such good work on, on Ozark. Like, I, I guess maybe it's not on my radar because I just started watching Ozark.
0: Um, See, I haven't her, watched Ozark. I only she, know her from the supporting assistant. She
4: supporting actress um, last year at the Emmys, which is she's very young. She is. Crazy good in that show. I've heard.
0: Well, oh, I mean, yeah. when I saw her in the assistant, I went, maybe I should watch Ozark.
4: Ozark is amazing, and I wasn't going to watch it, but I was like, I need to catch up on my Emmy situation for this. When I love Laura Linney, time. she's amazing in it too. I mean, she's uh. she's killer. Um, so Julia Garner. Um, my next one I mm-hmm. think would have to be. Um, it's might be kind of wishful thinking. I would mm-hmm. love to see Rachel Zegler in for West Side Story.
0: Yeah, she's on my list as well.
4: Awesome. No, yeah, I think her voice is amazing. Depending
0: on how good the movie is.
4: True, and if it even gets um, happen, I know there's some drama with Ansel. I don't know. Um, so um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not sure, um, but I would love to see her get a nomination because she's such a sweet person online. It seems, and her voice is amazing. And she she was in West Side Story before, and she put a clip of her end scene, and it's like really good, mm-hmm. like on stage. So I would love to see. Well, that's that. without
0: Steven Spielberg being like, "Here we go." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go. Well, and it's such a good role, and it's, 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 it's a role that if she just knocks it out, uh, people they also love to crown, mm-hmm. you know, like a a, a newcomer, like, oh mm-hmm. wow, look at this person. So, I think she has a good chance. I mean. I think it's actually, it's harder for me to imagine someone like Ariana DeBose getting nominated just because it's already an Oscar winning performance, Mm -hmm. whereas Maria wasn't nominated in the original movie. So it's it's kind of like correction of like, look, it's an actual Mm -hmm. appropriate actress playing this part. So, yeah,
4: no, (laughs) as much as I love Natalie Wood, she wasn't, she was not correctly cast, nor did she. God,
0: (laughs) her just, her awful act, like, just really bad.
4: No, I know, and I think she's amazing, but yeah, let's not have that happen anymore. Um, but but Speaking of West Story for just a minute, I think Rita Moreno, depending on what they give her, could potentially get nominated for Supporting Actress. Because, I, I mean, if you have her just as a cameo for, like, um, just for, like, a Wink we, yeah, here's yeah. your audience, but if, if she you was know, like
0: Maria's grandmother, like, Maria, yeah,
2: or if she's up. like
4: sobbing, like, you know what I mean? Like, if they have like a moment yeah. where she's like her and um, um, Ariana, like, because she's she's playing, they change the roles. So well, like,
0: yeah, uh, she'll be the one that finds yeah, them attempting so, to rape. Maria. So, yeah, so I mean, feel that could like, be great.
4: I feel like if that is done right, I would love for that to happen.
0: Yeah, and it's Tony Kushner doing the screenplay, yes, so I yes. it's you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's some highbrow talent that they wear on that film.
4: I remember she like wrote her um her lines her her Spanish dialogue because apparently he like just sort of plugged it in and she was like Tony uh- no I'm going to handle this one for you. It was so funny. I ever talk about it. Yeah.
0: Uh. So my next one. I mean, there's so many. This is sort of a um, wishful thinking, but I know that Michelle Pfeiffer is in the conversation. I think
4: that she could win. I think that she oh my could God.
0: win. It's from your, from your lips to, to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a Michelle Pfeiffer stan, and oh, I think yes. it's a crime that she has not won an Oscar at any point. I just, I just so find that talented. nuts.
4: I mean, I know she she's um, like pop culture crazy. I mean, everyone's singing songs about Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, how many years ago is that? She had like two like billboard hits with featuring her name. It was so funny. Um, but
0: So yeah, but I know it for so Michelle Pfeiffer, it's a movie called French Exit. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about it other than it's her... And um, it's Lucas Hedges, I think, plays her son. <laughs> That's I've a heard is. Like a it's like a dark comedy. Well.
4: <laughs> Lucas Hedges playing a famous person's son, always. I love him. Oh,
0: he loves it. <laughs> He's really um, good at it. Yeah.
4: Um, I think that she has the ability to possibly win. Um, but there's one person I guess I would put a little bit of a head, um, ahead mm-hmm. of her would be Francis McDormand.
2: I know oh. it would be kind of hard to
4: cinch a, three, a third Oscar, it yeah. happens. It's it's. It took Meryl decades to get a third. Decades, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I think people have fallen back in love. Not that they were out of love with Francis, but she's like sort of like popular again. Um, well,
0: she's playing Lady Macbeth, you know.
4: Well, I don't think it's going to be for that one. I think it's going to be for No Nomadland. Um, oh she, i
0: thought you were meant for oh i was thinking about i didn't
4: think about um think about that but i think it's oh, so that's what i been thinking yeah, of. She, oh wow yeah she's um going around in a van as a, a no <laughs> this <laughs> as a nomad <laughs> um and i think that it could be really strong um
0: oh. we'll,
4: we'll see what ends up happening with that but i think it's she's good in everything and she has a lot of nominations but uh, I think that, that
0: she's brilliant
4: I mean I was talking to someone um and I love Meryl in Augustus H. Sage County but how did that not go to Francis McDormand like now, are you kidding me
0: <laughs> have you heard about the women that that um tried to get that part in the movie
4: I know about the daughters but not um uh, not her that role um I'm so Francis
0: McDormand that's also great. But the person that I heard auditioned for and really, really wanted it, and I always think, oh, I love Meryl Streep. I would have wanted to watch that. Is I heard that Sissy Spacek really wanted oh, that part, my God. And she could have been, that would have been like an Oscar winning, I think, yeah. thing for her. Wow.
4: Interesting. I can't you just can
0: see, see her playing the pill, like addiction oh, and all of it? Absolutely.
4: Oh. And she's so good. Like, she's one of my, her and in, in the Bedroom, amazing. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, but uh, yeah,
0: well, she's so it's tiny, and so yeah. I think it would have made her even more terrifying when she explodes.
4: Yeah, no, that would have been really good. I was thinking like oh. Holland Taylor, like that would have been good too. Oh, so many, so many. <laughs> I just love Oz But I love
0: Meryl, Daddy. but she was a little too young for that part, she honestly. Was,
4: and she was amazing in it, but like, oh, great, Julie Roberts. I mean, I don't know the age difference. I mean, they're not, <laughs> I mean, Julie Roberts was amazing in that film too. I mean,
0: oh, I mean, phenomenal, I mean, and it like, might be
4: her, my favorite thing she does um she's she's oh that
0: yeah her oscar clip was the clip i remember going like that was exactly Uh, the clip we should have used she's
4: like i'm in charge now it's so oh Oh,
0: i got chills when i saw that in the theater like i was like i didn't know she had that inside of her body to do the other person in that movie that i thought was like actually really really great and if that movie had been better i think there would have been more acting nominations in general Uh, yeah but i think that first of all i loved even though i know she's a little kooky i did love (laughs) juliette lewis as as i thought she was so perfect well, she was But hit. also Margot Martindale. Oh,
4: Margo, I mean, that role won um, won the Tony for supporting actor. My actors, God, so yeah. Like, um, but but um, Renee Zellweger actually was supposed to play Juliette Lewis's role, and then she <gasps> didn't do it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh. very interesting, and if you think about that, how good that would have been too. Juliette's amazing, but I'm just like thinking of Renee. You
0: know. <laughs> oh, she could have done that as well. Why did she not do it? I
4: don't. It was when she was taking her extended oh. break, um, so I'm wow. not sure if it was her decision. Um, but yeah, I did know that that was. Um, that
0: and she was, would have played Meryl's daughter again. That would have been sweet.
4: Oh, yes. <laughs> I would love to see Kate Winslet get nominated for Ammonite. Yeah. Um, she was movie, as well. I'm very excited to see that movie. Like, that's when I'm like, we, it kind of like made the Twitter rounds like a year or so ago. It was like. <laughs> um Sertia and um um Kate Winslet playing a lesbian um in a lesbian period drama and everyone's was like a lesbian like everyone's like obsessed uh, with an announcement and I was like oh my god I need to see it
0: <laughs> Well and I remember they did an act they do this variety uh miniseries called Actors on Actors where they mm-hmm. interview each other and they were on the episode together when it was I think Steve Jobs and Lady Bird no uh, or and Brooklyn. Brooklyn, that was it. And I remember Kate Winslet said to her in that interview, she was like, "Oh, I really want to work with you. And I didn't think much of it. I thought, oh, they should do that. And then here we are. Yeah, well, it's
4: funny because Saoirse racking up all these nominations and she's breaking Damn, records. Yeah. The records that she was breaking were um, Kate Winslet's for getting all those nominations for a million. And she finally won. for the Saoirse
0: movies. will absolutely win an Oscar in oh, next, I mean, five years, I think. She's so young and
4: to have four Oscar nominations, when some who don't Get it to, <laughs> yeah. playing, like it's crazy, like it's. Crazy.
0: Oh, it's just crazy to think. Like I remember when she was just the little girl in *Atonement*, oh, I and I was know. like,
4: "Oh, that girl's so good." I love that nomination. It's one of my favorite ones. She's so. Oh, good.
0: I love that movie. That's a, uh,
4: the, I like it. I like the first section. Um, it kind of.
0: Oh, I love the it, whole thing. I mean, thing. It's, it's a
4: great movie. It's well done. I guess the first I mean, section yeah. is my favorite, though. Yeah, I will yeah, say, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah um next one another one that i've not seen i just keep reading about it is audrey day for lee daniels united states versus billy holiday she's playing billy holiday
4: interesting
0: she has apparently a she's voice. great yeah
4: she's great i mean i, I haven't seen her act um so I mean, uh, it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting to see that happen I and it's
0: one well, to be to be blunt it's lee daniels so i always go hmm okay who knows
4: <laughs> well i liked the butler i know I oh, sure. didn't like I did it too. very much. Well, it was kind of like the one of the biggest misses in oscar like it could i think
0: oprah should have been uh, oh the she's one
4: incredible in that for supporting actress i mean yeah. she's great and people Oprah is an underrated actress, she is a good Oh, I agree. Like, I, yeah, I mean, she, people think she was gonna win for the color purple, but it didn't happen.
0: But. I re, yeah, I rewatched the color purple recently. Uh, Maximilian, uh, our mutual friend, had never seen it, and he was like, Wow, she's really good in this. I'm like, no, uh,
4: yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so is Whoopi. I thought she was gonna win that year, too. Um,
0: well, that is in my list, like one of the top five, like snubs of all time. Because, how do you also just rewatching that and being like, this was her first film, mm-hmm. her first mm-hmm. film role, and she had to carry this movie, play this role over like four decades. Like I just don't understand Well I don't get it. it was one I of the things, do get it, because but...
4: yeah, well, Geraldine Page hadn't won and it was kinda yeah, like the yeah, last yeah. hurrah for that and Ugh. they weren't gonna like they took out ads in like the New York Times like, full page ads saying, How have we not given her an Oscar yet? It's kinda like <laughs> like I it's kinda like what um um Harvey Weinstein did. No. Um, with um, with um, uh, Scorsese um, he didn't end up winning but they're like he should have been nominated he should have won for Raging Bull he should have won for this give him his Oscar right. now um, it was sort of a situation like that with Geraldine
2: Page oh sure
0: said, but, and, but. yeah, it's just I look at that and I'm like I like Geraldine Page don't get me wrong <laughs> but uh, it's just it's funny the actors that they feel that reverence for that they're like oh we have to give it to them but other times they'll just go eh whatever who cares I know. Like like Peter O'Toole like never, never won an Oscar. I it's could stupid never Deborah get it
4: Carr in. not winning an Oscar. Um so it's Judy Garland not winning an yeah. Oscar. <laughs> well technically she has a two uh, Oscar, if you want to count that, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen
0: In nine. my mind, I just always think of her as an Oscar winner for a Star is born, and Me that's too. just the reality I create for myself.
4: I mean it's it's different when Everyone is like, yeah, she's the one, she's the real winner. Like, it's kind of u- unanimously, like, universally known that she's when you to watch win, a Star
0: is born and you just think, like, come, come on,
4: like, it's undeniable. Like, she's just uh, vocals alone, to be quite honest, but then the acting is just there. And uh, I don't know.
0: Oh, just like the, it showed such a growth of her as a performer, <clears throat> her acting style, because it was so, like, kind of methody. And, yeah, like, it was really just raw. Ugh so good
4: so yeah Andrew day
0: um
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah i've
0: sure, heard she's great in it it's you know she's playing billy holiday which so yeah. it's it just seems like it's it just seems like oscar catnip so we'll just see if they decide to go for like the usual choices or mm-hmm. go for new things this year we shall see
4: yeah and uh, it'll it'll be nice and i mean to have they really like um singers turned actresses these days I they, mean, do. They, they do i mean uh, with gaga and with cynthia revo i mean i know she was an actress a musical theater actress yeah, yeah. but she wasn't really that well known and they gave her a double nomination for this song right, kind of before, right? i'm still um,
0: stunned with how well um cynthia revo has transferred to film
4: I am happy. I mean, she think. Oh, I'm happy she, with that. I mean, two Arethas. I mean, she's playing Aretha um, yeah. um on the Genius series. I mean, her and Jennifer yeah. color purple to Aretha Franklin. Both of them. Um, that'll be very interesting to see. But no, I, I'm so glad Cynthia is finally like pushed through. I mean, it didn't take very long because she's so talented. But I'm glad that she's getting. Yeah, I
0: guess I'm set. always just like stunned when Broadway performers are able to actually yeah tra- get into film because they don't allow it a all lot often. So. Mm-hmm. I am like now. Get her a movie musical. Like make Ragtime Ooh. now. Like what are you doing? Stop
4: speaking. If that happened, like give it to, um. give it to. Honestly, wait a couple years and give it to Amy Adams, <laughs> and then and then have Cynthia in it as well. Or well, um, I had a
0: controversial post where I posted a a dream cast list for Ragtime, uh, and I I had said at this current moment in Hollywood. I would give it to Anne Hathaway. I was going
4: to say Anne Hathaway, yeah. She would be great. She would be really good.
0: Because I said her and Jake Gyllenhaal. should play like mother and father, and I thought that would be good.
4: Mm. See, you know, since Jake Gyllenhaal did Sunday in the Park with George on Broadway, I would mm. love to see him, and I, I keep going back to Amy Adams, and Amy Adams in Sunday in the Park adaptation. Uh, uh, like, are you kidding? That'd that would be so good. But Anne, yeah. Anne Hathaway as well. Yeah, that'd be... And speaking of Buzz, that kind of died for... It was supposed to happen last year, and now it's supposed to happen... Th- Anne Hathaway was in, um, what was the um, book adaptation? Um, She was getting a lot of buzz, but then it turned out to be really rough. Do you remember what it was called? Um, uh,
0: What what, uh, what was it about? Do you remember?
4: It was about, like, she's sort of, I want to say, like, a a secret agent type thing, but that's not right.
0: Um, Oh, Oh, I don't think I know about this.
4: um, Something about it came out on netflix and it was supposed to be like she was ever on all the like lists and um oh wow i have to figure it out later but she was was gonna maybe be in the mix too
0: because i had remembered she was in a movie called not destroyer that was with nicole kidman but it was it was like it was a dark comedy where she found out she was linked to a monster and he like I think that's Near what
4: I'm talking about. Maybe. Oh. oh no, where she's like, like a dinosaur walking around. Is that that
0: one? Or I mean, I don't know if it's a dinosaur, but it's like some sort of like, basically like a like a like a Godzilla type. Yes, thing. I remember that.
4: That's not what yeah. I'm talking
0: about.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the last thing he wanted, because um, D. Reese, who didn't, um, Mudbound is directed. <gasps> the oh
0: last yes, thing he never wanted, mind.
4: Based off of, I mean, Ben Affleck's in it, and like Rosie what I love. We'll yeah. Up, and uh, yeah, so many good people, and it, um, yeah, it premiered in January, like it was in Sundance. So maybe mm. her, I don't know. I mean, it, who
0: knows? <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, we shall see.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, besides uh, Jessica Chastain, who I mentioned earlier, would be another one. Who, yeah. Possibly, but after that, I, my my well kind of runs dry with potential nominees. What about you? I have a,
0: I have a couple of honorable mentions. Okay. I'll, I can just fire through them. Yeah cool um just and these are all just like varying like these are just the names i've seen in mm-hmm. conversation the most uh the only ones left i have i have rashida jones for on the rocks which is the new sophia coppola film mm-hmm. apparently she she but i think i've heard it's more of a lead role but you know how they love to put yeah especially women in supporting and it's bill murray again with sophia coppola so that's like a big Ooh. deal um, but amazing. I could see them just putting her in supporting. I could, I could just see that happening. Um, but then I also have, yeah, I had Jessica Chastain for the Eyes of Tammy Faye, mm-hmm. which that I am very excited for that. Me too. And then I have Sophia Loren for the Life Ahead, which is I a new Netflix film.
4: That. Yes, I totally had her on there. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that she was doing absolutely. Yeah, because if
0: she's be. great in that, I could see Netflix like really pushing her to at least get nominated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because she is such a, a legend. She is, and I think yeah. that I
4: mean that would I would love to see that happen.
0: Yeah, I would love to see it. And I also have Olivia Coleman for the father.
4: So I think that that could go supporting. Um, yeah,
0: I've heard I've yeah. heard it's rightfully a lead role, but I again could see them yeah. putting in supporting.
4: Interesting. Yeah, I mean I, Olivia is never bad.
0: <laughs> no. I mean, and I could see them just wanting to be like, "Hey, you, we you won an Oscar, so here's your next nomination. Mm-hmm. Here you go." <laughs>
4: Hello, lovely podcast listeners. I'm Nick Eibler, and I'm the host of the podcast Queer Queries, a new podcast that aims to celebrate LGBTQ plus people and educate everyone on what has made us a fearless and fabulous community of people over the course of history. Each week, I have a different member of the community sit down with me to discuss a different topic pertaining to our experience. And that's when I was introduced to a conversion camp.
3: You know, there's fluidity also in personality and
4: presentation. We, as human beings, deserve to be treated as human beings. She's here and she's queer. This show will cover the gambit. You'll laugh some, maybe cry some, and ultimately learn about what makes us more than just rainbows, clack fans, and tea. New episodes out every Sunday. Be sure to rate and subscribe and follow us on Instagram at @queer_queries.
2: So this
0: next segment, I thought we could just like ping pong, um, like films, like films that we're excited about.
4: Well, for me, I think West Side Story is my most. Um, I love West Side Story just mm-hmm. in general, and I'm I'm really excited to see what happens um with it. Um, because like yeah. you said, so much um Broadway talent. So I think that's my number one.
0: Oh well, my number one is it's the new film from david fincher called mank yes uh which is it's about the behind the scenes of of uh citizen kane so i'm very excited
4: about that one
0: too yeah and so that because i love david david fincher is one of my favorite directors but the other one i'm also just like equally excited for is even though he's kind of become a slight stereotype in recent years but uh, the French Dispatch from Wes oh, Anderson?
4: No, I'm excited about that one too. That trailer is amazing.
0: Oh, and it's just like, of course, like everybody exciting in Hollywood in the same movie.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I mean, I'm a big Timothy Chalamet fan. Um, so, <laughs> super excited yeah. for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying and... to if anything else. Yeah.
4: I mean, there's a ton. I mean, um, uh, I'm really excited to see Ammonite. Um, I, I, and I'm oh. also super excited to see um, The Father. Um, because of um, Anthony Hopkins and uh, of course Olivia, but like, and I've heard I've he's heard, great. I heard he's like amazing, and it's so yeah. cool to see him still
0: like do it. would be cool to see him get like if he were to win to get like another, you know, Oscar this late. In I his know that would be
4: it would be very impressive, and I think he has it in him for sure. I mean, he's, he's him. I mean, he got a nomination this last year for the two popes,
0: yeah, and it would be nice to see him win. I mean, hot take for him to actually win a lead Oscar for an actual lead I performance? Is about,
4: yes, because you <sighs> know, he kind of like usurps that whole movie. It's not Lambs. but sure. he definitely if you go on off screen time, no way.
0: He's only, I think he only has 18 minutes of screen time. Yeah,
4: that's insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it, like He should have just been supporting for that movie, but I, I guess I get it. <laughs> um, other ones that I am sort of just like, let's see what happens is... Um, there's The 5 Bloods from Spike uh, yes. Lee. There's the new Aaron Sorkin movie, The Trial of the Chicago 7, which has the potential to be really great. Uh, there's also Dune. But I, I don't know. It's, it's so it genre. It is I'm not very sure.
4: genre. But again, huge Timothy fan. I'm excited to that, and I love Dune. And the remember
0: Mad Max? Like they yes. they were all in for and, Mad and, Max. And, and
4: Villeneuve did Arrival, and that was a huge yeah. hit. And so he's doing this, and I'm I'm excited, and if people kind of want to see the redemption of Dune, since the other since the other major adaptation yeah. was kind of a a flop. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm excited to see Dune as well. I mean, I um I kind of watch movies really for the performances, I guess. I mean, the movie as, as overall, but, like, the ones we're talking about for any of the best actress um, ones I'm excited for. I'm So, I mean, a Hillbilly Elegy especially for this, um, Amy and Glenn, um, mm-hmm. but for sure. Um, and and then I'm, you're talking about Mae, and safe read. I'm very excited to see that. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. I heard she's, I heard like, she's great. She's, really good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I guess that's, I mean, yeah, I guess that's... It's all, I mean, it's all hearsay. We know nothing. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> no I think, no, I think actually every film podcast I listen to, they're all like, we're the blind leading the blind. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, know, you know,
4: you just it's not going to get released. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And is,
0: is it is it just going to come down to like whoever has the most money for marketing to like, you know, because all, it's going to be all about screeners and stuff. And mm-hmm. so. Anyone who gets a stack of screeners is just about which ones which one do they watch first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we. Sh- but That's if you easy. had to like right now, uh, if you had to make a lineup of best actresses from the people we mentioned, <laughs> who would your five be? Hmm.
4: Let's. I think for sure that I have Frances in there. I think. I think. I oh. think. I think it'll be Frances McDormand, Michelle mm-hmm. Pfeiffer. Um, Francis McDormand, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jennifer Hudson, Viola Davis. So that's four. So, and then I think ah, that fifth could go to kind of anybody. Um, yeah. I would love for Kate Winslet to get it, but at the end, I would love to see Rich Zegler. I don't. I think. Ugh. um I think that Kate's more, probably the stronger pick to put on number five. But yeah, I think those are my yeah.
0: five. I think my five. I mean, this is based on just today honestly i guess i would say viola davis i think i would say Mm, no yeah i would say viola davis i would say michelle pfeiffer i would say jennifer hudson i would say i'm gonna make a big swing and say elizabeth moss and i think just based on the reviews she's gotten for the film, it'll just depend on how the year pans out. I would, I'm would, i going to throw in Julia Garner as the fifth slot.
4: Interesting. I think she
0: would be... You know, every year there's always that one nominee that's in, like, yeah. the little movie that, like... N- Everyone's Mm -mm. like, I actually haven't seen that one. I think that would be uh, her nomination. Well,
4: I would love to see her nominated. That would be really cool. That's like my number one I have to watch. You said it's available now? You can watch it on Amazon? I believe
0: so. I think it's on on Amazon Prime or maybe it's Hulu. It's one or the other.
4: I'm totally going to watch it tonight.
0: (laughs) Watch me say that. It's been taken down since then, but you can at least rent it. I know for sure.
4: Okay, cool. I'm definitely, I have to see it then.
0: And so to to close things out, I did have a little game I wanted to play with you called, and the winner is... Where we will both give dramatic readings of Oscar speeches from the past and see if we can guess who the, the winner is.
4: I'm so excited. I literally was like, I was trying to decide who I wanted to do. And one came to mind right away, but
0: yeah. And so, so for the listeners, uh, just to give you a little, because I'm sure they'll be guessing at home. <laughs> um, I am doing Oscar winners from the like 80s or early 90s era, and Hunter will be doing winners from like the 2000s on, like more contemporary winners. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, would you like to go first, and or would you like me to go first?
4: Sure, I'll go first. Okay okay so i'm hyperventilating a little bit if i fall over pick me up because i've got some things to say so i think this is what uh chloe Kidd must have felt like after doing those back-to-back 1080s and the lived like, half have <laughs> did you see that <laughs> okay that's what this feels like I wanna... oh, is this
2: francis mcgorman
4: yes
2: yeah <laughs> yes
4: that, that delivery of like has some things to say i was like no, yeah, I, 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 love yeah. it. I
0: was like wait i don't know that <laughs> And now I will do my first dramatic
2: reading. Okay. Yes. Now I want to really, I want to really <laughs> say something. <laughs> when I was little, my mother said, "I want you to be something," and I guess this represents twenty-three or. 24 years of my work, and I've never really won anything from my peers, so I'm really, really happy. <laughs> I, I like to thank...
4: I just want to hear more of
2: it. <laughs> I like to thank everyone I worked with on the movie. They were really fabulous. Uh, it was a really great experience for me. My makeup man, who had a lot of work with, my hairdresser, my assistant, my children, who've been so wonderful the woman who taught me how to speak in this Brooklyn accent. (laughs) Uh, And I really want to thank the women that I was nominated along with because I feel really, really good because they were so great. And I also want to thank Mary Louise Street, who I feel (laughs) so unbelievable. I did my first movie with her, and now I was nominated with her, and I'm really thankful. And I don't think this means that I am somebody, but I guess I'm on my way. Thank Uh, you.
4: I love it. I just love that Cher calls her. I know. I was, I was like, I just want to hear it. Cause uh, the Mary Louise street kills me. Um, um, but, uh, I love Cher. So good. So good.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, I want
4: to hear it. I need to hear more. <laughs> I knew it like literally like the first word. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So my next one, let's yes. go with this one. Okay. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, Olivier, what you did to me. My show Marion it.
2: Mary on Absolutely. I just love, she's like, I
4: thank you, love. Thank you, life. It's so good.
2: My favorite is the, there are truly some angels yes, in this, this city.
4: Yes, it's <laughs> so good. I love that speech. Uh,
0: she was shell-shocked. You could tell she was I like, know, what? I
4: know. It's so good with that performance.
0: Oh, okay uh my next one okay this one is okay yeah you'll get, i mean here's saying a, a spoiler is in the speech eventually so okay. i will get it at least in the like okay. i'm gonna cry because this show has been as long as my career <laughs> iconic i'll let you go <laughs> i've wondered for 26 years what this would feel like thank you so much for terminating the suspense oh my i'm nervous i'm not gonna thank everybody i've ever met in my entire life Although with the way my mind has been going lately, probably everybody I've met in my entire life, and in the other life I might have had something to do with this. You know, if terms of endearment had happened <laughs> to me five years ago, I think I would have called it a thrilling, commercial, artistic, a That
4: speech is just so funny. So I wanted to let you go on because I mean, I mean, even oh how please she, don't. It's I mean, so how long. She, how, how she ends it? She's like, "I deserve this." Like, I'm just, yeah, I deserve- just like.
0: Uh, God bless that potential that we all have for making anything possible if we think yeah. we deserve it. I deserve this. I know, Thank it's, you.
4: It's so good. And like I said earlier, <laughs> it's so hard to win when you have a fellow um, co-star as a nominee. But I mean, Shirley is just...
0: So I guess that's... that's. I mean, we could talk, I think, for probably... <sighs> forever. forever. But thank you so much for coming on. I always end with a segment that I'm sure you will have a great answer for, which is, uh, who was the last actress who made you feel something?
4: So, I've been watching a lot of TV recently, so it's going to be happening mm. from a TV show. Oh,
0: yeah. We we allow all types.
4: <laughs> um, I would honestly have to say um, MJ Rodriguez in Pose. <gasps> wow. It's
0: a like, solid choice. Like, Any particular episode.
4: Well, in season 1, I get, she's just so good the whole time. It's kind of mm-hmm. like I, there are moments when I'm watching that show with honestly everybody where I'm like, is this really happening cuz like it's just she's just so so good. I guess the one, I don't want to give a spoiler cuz you haven't seen it, but she's um at a funeral and um, yeah, that one um is really she's just really given it and it's she's just so talented and how she's not nominated for every award is beyond me.
0: Yeah, I guess mine, mm, I've been watching so many things. so I'm like, I don't know which one's going to shuffle their way to the front. I guess maybe, well, you know, just because I, I just want to highlight uh, how lovely she is. I did just watch, <laughs> she's not in it for very long, but I did watch House of the Devil. And we were talking about Greta Gerwig yes. and she plays the friend. And I just love her because... What's great about the movie House of the Devil, if you haven't seen it, have it's 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 supposed to be like a circa the 80s like, horror movie. And I just feel like Greta Gerwig knew exactly how to emulate those 80s, like the best friend of the final girl kind of performance that you would just get in those movies. But it somehow never feels campy. It still feels like lived in and just like a girl you'd want to be best friends with and like in the way you want those performances to be in those films. And she was great. It's always just great to see her in anything. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on the show. Hunter. Thank
4: you for having me. It's been so fun.
0: Thank you so much again to Hunter for joining me on today's show. If you want to follow Hunter on social media, you can follow him on Instagram at Hunter underscore k Taylor for all sorts of fun content. And if you enjoyed our conversation today, you are going to want to come back again next week for the second part of my conversation with the hosts of the podcast Academy Queens to go into the history of the Academy Awards. I hope you all enjoyed today's show. If you want to support the pod, you can find me on in Another World Pod on Instagram or on Twitter at IAWPodcast. Please feel free to reach out, give me any sort of feedback you had about today's new format. Did you like the changes? Did you like the old way? Do you want something in the middle? What do you want? So just let me know. I love hearing you know, your thoughts. I, you know, I do this for the audience and I hope you all have a fabulous week and I will see you here next time. Bye.